hello, hello, and welcome to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well. I'm holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate on a mission to really empower you to be healthy and thrive in all areas of your life. So this podcast is all about that. It's all about seeing you thrive in more than just your physical health, but in your emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, relational, and vocational health. So you'll find solo episodes, interviews, as well as panel episodes, all designed to really encourage you and move you forward in your whole health and life. You'll also find bonus essential oil features really empowering you to know how to use essential oils in your everyday life. So I'm so glad you're here. And be sure to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and let me know your thoughts. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well, holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate. And I am so excited today to talk to you and begin a series this month all about healthy mind and healthy body. And why this is just so important, because if you have been following my work at all over the last, whatever, two years, you see that I always go back to talking about your mindset, whether it's your mindset and your finances, whether it's your mindset and your relationships, your mindset and your health because the core of it, it starts with our mind and then from our thoughts and our beliefs create our reality and then create our habits. And whether those thoughts are subconscious, whether those thoughts or beliefs about something have, ha- have been formed throughout the years, they're there. And so what we really wanna do is what do we really think and look at what we really think about when it comes to having a healthy life, in particular physical health, or just in general, what what do we believe? What do we think about food, about exercise, about ourselves, about our body? Because that's gonna dictate how you show up and the habits you create and the reality you create for your life. And so this, I'm gonna kind of use a guide that I put together for us this month called the seven steps to a healthy mind and healthy body. And kind of go through those seven steps with you. And then at the end, uh, you'll see, a, you'll, I'll tell you a way that you can work with me one-on-one to get support in that area. And then throughout the month, I have three different amazing ladies lined up to talk about, go deeper into some of these seven steps on the podcast. And coming up will be something around addiction, in particular food and exercise addiction, um, body image and self-worth, and then stress, because all of those play into um, the mind and how it shows up in your healthy body. And so the, you know, let me just start with saying this is my story. It started for me in my mind around healthy eating, um, my mind around my body, my my mind around exercise, my mind around food. And it was from those places that that belief that I had about myself and had about how my body should be that I then developed eating disorders. Based on, you know, based on different things that happened in my life, I just wanted to be in control. And so I, I you know, a lot of different things happened and you can kind of, um, we can definitely talk more about that, but I just really wanted you to know that this is not coming from something from different things that I've conjured up in my mind or things that I'm just seeing with my clients. Many of my clients do struggle with a lot of these things, but this is very personal. The whole reason I went into health coaching, the whole reason I wanted to coach people is because I found something that helped my mindset, helped my beliefs. And it's from that place of being freed in my mind that therefore then my body became more healthy and free. 
right? So that is the place and the heart that I'm approaching this uh, podcast with and that I'm approaching this month with. So I just wanted to first acknowledge that and first acknowledge you, that if you are in a place where you have been struggling with eating, struggling with exercising, struggling with yo-yo diet, struggling with thoughts of um, not love, but of hate towards your body or disdain for who you are and yourself, I hear you and I understand I've been there and I'm going to journey with you this month if you will journey with me. So let's get started then and let's talk about those seven steps. And so what you can do is I definitely recommend um, you downloading the freebie that goes with this and working through it because it's actually a reflection exercise is an inventory exercise. And from that place, you will be able to better know where you're at and where you want to go. I'm all of, always about knowing where you're at and where you want to go, whatever area of your health and life and then how you get there. And if that is support from a coach, if that's support from a community, whatever it is, or support from a doctor, then you need to get that. But I really, uh, don't let this month pass you by. Basically, don't let this month pass you by, uh, and don't uh, just ignore this podcast, but really listen to it, and listen to it as much as you need to, and go through these steps as much as you need to. And I'll just say this, I'm in a different location than normal while recording, so if you hear some little kids, just life. And so I always want to be authentic and I thought, you know, it could be perfect, but this is me. And so that's what's happening. And so let's go through the seven steps. And so for the first one, seven steps to a healthy mind and healthy body. The first one is really um, first, you know, taking a stock of what you think about your mindset around healthy living. You know, do you love healthy living? Do you dislike it? And then, you know, I, I, in the freebie, I go through this, what we call healthy mind, healthy body inventory, where it's a very uh, visual exercise. If you've done my flourishing life inventory, it's very, very similar. Uh, that where you can go through it and see where in particular you are struggling in your mindset towards healthy living, towards food, exercise, body, yourself, and stress. Basically, it's a circle or a diagram where you identify in the six areas, you put a dot in the area that is um, where you're feeling most dissatisfied, it goes closer to the circle, and a dot out closer outside the circle or to the end is satisfied. Ideally, you want this huge big circle, right? But you're gonna find it's very squiggly, and that's okay, but it's very good visual representation of what, what you think and it shows you very visually what areas you need to work on so the freebie has all the steps to completing it um, all written out and then even encouraging you to create goals in those areas and check your progress daily but for now we're just going to go through the steps so yeah the step that steps is develop a healthy mindset around healthy living and some of the reflection questions really include what do you really think about the word healthy like what comes to mind and what has your experience been like in following diets, exercise, cleanse and detoxes, weight loss and management, and, and eating healthy? Like, and what, when you think of healthy living, does it sound, is it something very empowering? Is it something very freeing? Or is it something binding and depriving? And what do you think it will take to really shift your thoughts around that? So these are all reflection questions that, again, I encourage you to download the, the free workbook to go through. And I know for me, in my experience, I used to approach healthy living from a very uh, depriving and um, restrictive and binding place. It was very much a place where I felt that I needed to fix myself. I needed to 
uh, fix what I had done in my body, fix what I had done to my body, and fix some sort of discontent. And so whenever I approached eating, it wasn't from a place of love. It wasn't from a place of wanting to care for my body. It was from a place of disdain. It was from a place of dissatisfaction. And not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but I was definitely connecting it to my worth. And I saw healthy living or diets as something to do for a while to fix myself versus something I can do to love myself. And I really want you to be honest when you're doing this and ask yourself, is that how I feel? And if that is how you feel, I understand. And I more so want you to know you don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay there. You can um, shift from that place. You can finally develop a healthy uh, mindset around healthy living that is freeing, that's empowering. And, you know, if you want someone who's been there and done that um, and is still on that journey, then I would love to walk with you. And, I am, I don't know, hopefully I don't cry as I'm doing this, but it's just so near and dear to my heart because there are so many of us that struggle and there are so many of us that feel hopeless and feel lost. And I'm just here to say there is hope and you no longer have to feel lost. Okay. So that's step one, developing a healthy mindset towards healthy living. And the second step then is um, managing your stress levels. And why that's important is like, that seems random, but it's not because the impact of stress on your mind and your body is the same. And really stress is the main, one of the main causes that I see that lead people towards um, eating too much food, eating too little food, forgetting to eat, all these different things. Some of that can be intentional, some of it's not intentional. But we really need to look at the stressors in our life because they wreak havoc on our body. And many of the you know, preventable diseases that we face these days are actually caused by chronic stress. Now, there's nothing wrong with what we call acute stress where for a time being your body goes into fight or flight mode and uh, your your a sympathetic nervous system is the one that does that fight or flight mode. You, your adrenaline and cortisol is pumping to help you deal with that stress. But the issue is when we're chronically in that sympathetic mode uh, and we're constantly stressed, that your whole body shuts down and it is trying to deal with that stress. So it can't fight off illness. It can't digest well, all these different things. What we need to be more in is what we call the parasympathetic a state where it's more of a rest and digest response. So your body needs to have that up and down. Because if you've ever experienced it where you're chronically stressed and then your body crashes, it's basically your body's like, if you, you're you not resting me the way you should, so I'm going to force you to go in this parasympathetic mode where you can't do anything. And I recently experienced that. I experienced three weeks of just a lot of work and traveling and, and not resting as well. My body got a cold, and I and I was like, all right, I hear you. And so I'm going to rest instead of trying to work through this. Uh, and, and so really looking at a couple of the questions that I have in the freebie is about what are the current stressors in your life? Like just list them all. And how are they impacting your mind? How are they impacting your body, your relationships, your work, your life? And of those current stressors, this is a tip that I do in a lot of workshops and with clients, which ones can you eliminate? reduce or cope because there are stresses that in our life we just have to cope with. When I was in audit and accounting, it was busy season and it was stressful and I just had to cope with that, right? Uh, and I did that by making sure I got sleep, making sure I still ate well, <clears throat> sorry, making sure I had fun, making sure I worked out. Um, but which ones can I, which ones in your life can you eliminate? There are stressors in our life that we don't not need to have, whether it's 
we're mentally stressing ourselves or physically, what can you do to eliminate those? And which ones are sort of there, but you kind of just need to reduce for a little bit. And then what's one way you could actually do that, actually manage stress in a healthy way? Because again, many of us respond to stress through, um, through not taking care of ourselves in some physical way. All right, and then the third step is where we get into the nitty gritty of it, and it's all about your relationship with food and really learning to see food as fuel, not a friend or a foe. And you can enjoy food. That's not what I'm saying. Like, I love food. I'm probably going to eat after this because I'm hungry. But I, I, I have experienced where food became a foe when I was on the not eating and over-exercising spectrum where food was something that I, I, I didn't want to, to come close to me. I didn't want it because it, it caused me to gain weight or it would make me not pretty, all these different things. And then it was a friend when the, in my overeating days where it just it comforted me when I was stressed and it comforted me when nothing else because literally physiologically that's what it does. You, you, you have pleasure hormones when you eat because it tastes good. And I had to get to a place where you know, I had to start seeing food as fuel. It is nourishment for my body. It is love for my body, for my mind. And it is a thing that allows this body to function the way it does so that I can do the things I love to do and be with the people I love to be with. Uh, and in different seasons, it can vary. I'm not going to lie, in different seasons, like recently, the last few days, and this usually happens every time that I'm going to talk about a very topic that's near and dear to me is that I start to struggle with that topic again. So I started to see food as a foe again and saying, how did I gain weight? And um, maybe I shouldn't be eating this. Maybe I should be strict. Maybe I should do another whole 30. But it felt actually very restrictive. I don't want to just go back to doing a diet or an elimination program because I am afraid. Uh, it did, And I've done the whole 30 many times. And when I've actually done it and I stuck to it, it was because I was doing it out of an empowering phase versus restrictive. And that's a key thing I want you to ask yourself when it comes to healthy living. Am I doing something that's empowering and expansive? Or am I doing something that's like restrictive and depriving? Right? So it could depend on the season that you're in. But asking yourself that, you know, something as good as the whole 30, which is you guys all know, I love to talk about I love to do because it's such a life transforming program. But it might not be the right season, you might be doing it from a very unhealthy mindset, we want to be approaching it with a healthy mindset. Okay, so again, there's some more questions. Go ahead and reflect upon those. And then step four is around exercise. And I've had different people, clients, and just people I talk to that see exercise as a form of punishment for something that they've done or haven't done in regards to their body. Maybe too much they ate or too little, all these different things. And I just want to release you and say that exercise does not have to be punishment. It does not have to be tedious. Like there are days I definitely choose to exercise because I don't always want to. I want to be lazy a little bit. We all do. But I do it because I know that if I stop, I'm going to stop. And I do it out of a place of I know that it is good for me and I actually enjoy it and I'm strong in all these different things. But when I first started my journey, I had done like consistent journey. I'd done so much. And, uh, and again, I'd approach exercise from a form of punishment or I have to do this in order to, to work, but I really needed to get to a point where I saw exercise as something that could be enjoyed, something that I could love. And so I started walking and I still love walking. And it was so therapeutic and so empowering. Uh, and, and then eventually I started running and eventually I started doing some strength work. And eventually now I do CrossFit and I'm actually 
you know, studying to be a trainer in it because it's such a great program to really help people in their physical health um, and their fitness. But I started with things I enjoyed and I started with things that I could do consistently and kept my body moving. And I really just want you to ask yourself, what is that for you? What are the activities that could really help uh, you um, enjoy exercise and shift from seeing it as a thing of punishment to seeing it as a, as a gift, as a joy? Um, and you're not always going to feel like it, and that's okay. We don't all, If we did everything based on our emotions, we would do nothing, right? So I really want you to um, do that. And so then step five, relationship with yourself. And it's all about lavish – oh, sorry, relationship with your body. It's all about lavishing your body with love. So often do we say the meanest things about our body that we would not dare say to someone's face about them. So why are we saying it to ourselves? Why are we tearing down our own beautiful um, body? Yeah, your body may not be where you want it to be, but that doesn't mean you need to tear it down in the process because your body is smart and it responds to love. It responds to care. So getting sleep, exercising, eating nutrition, your body will what? It will transform and shift because those very things are a love to it. And so what do you need to do to lavish your body with love? Is it sleep? Is it exercise? Is it stretching? Is it, um, like I'm about to go make some, make some essential oil do-it-yourself products and I'm going to create some for my sore thighs right now. Like it's, it's sore because I used it a lot in a way I hadn't in a while and it needs some love. It needs to be stretched. It needs to be, um, you know, some deep blue if you are an essential oil lover like me. Uh, but how do I lavish my body with love? What do I say about it? And so it, maybe you need to stand in the mirror and just speak love and truth to it because that will shift your mindset around it. Or maybe you need to practically do something. Whatever it is, I encourage you to think of one practical thing you can do to love your body. And then step six is all about your relationship with yourself. And it's all about accepting who you are right now. I love Brene Brown and read a couple of her stuff and in, uh, in an interview with Maria Forleo. She says, if you look for a reason to not be enough or not belong, you will find one. We live in a world where we are taught to be dissatisfied with who we are and where we're at. We're taught to um, never feel like we're enough. We're taught to never feel like we truly belong. And that, yet that's the very thing we want and need and we deserve. So before you can actually go anywhere, you need to love who you are, who you are, every part of who you are right now. So you need to ask yourself, what am I thinking about myself? Is that positive? Is it true? Is it helpful? Is it negative? And if it is negative, how do I change it so that it's loving and caring and um, is truth? You know, and then where are you struggling to feel like enough? And is it because you're comparing yourself to, to others? And this is an area I often struggle with. And when I did a series back in March around no flaw and I'm enough and it was amazing how much I realized that I, I compared myself to people at the gym. I compared myself to other entrepreneurs. I compared myself to God knows who, like everybody, because that's what we're taught. There's only one best. And yet if we are constantly thinking there's only one best, who's the one best, right? And so we need to get to a point where we are so secure in who we are that nothing will shift, nothing will change. And what will help you get there? For me, a huge part is my faith and belief in Jesus and God and, and their love for me. And that's really what kicked off my journey. Not going to lie. It, it was me finally understanding that God loved me for me and the wholeness of me, the wholeness of my being. 
where I was in my mess, in my sin, on my stuff. And that allowed me to confess that I struggled with eating, that I can struggle with exercise. And from that place of empowerment and love, I was able to finally walk in freedom. And I desire the same for you. Maybe for you, it's reconnecting with your faith and that true love um, from God. And maybe it's something else. But really, I really encourage you. This is fundamental because when you start to love on yourself, you will be free. Um, and so I really just, uh, so good. All righty, kid is speaking. But step seven uh, is all about taking all of what we just talked about and rewriting your story. That's something you talk a lot about in the mindset world and um, write down, you know, really writing down what we truly think and feel about those different areas, our mind, a healthy living, food, our bodies, exercise, ourselves, and then asking us what we truly think and feel, but then writing down how we actually want to feel. And, and that is going to be for most people significantly different. For example, if you think that you'll never lose weight and therefore you feel hopeless, how do you want to think and feel, I want to think that I'm going to lose the weight that I have and I'm going to maintain it. And from that, I'm going to feel awesome about myself. I'm going to feel awesome. So how do you start to think and feel that now? Not when the, the end result happens, but now. How do you do that in such a way? And so often it, it is by treating yourself, uh, by practically thinking those things, but also buying the clothes that you want to fit into X, Y, and Z date. And wearing them now, right? Or whatever it is. Um, you might be like, brand it, but if I can't fit it, I can't fit it. And that's not the point. The point is you need to stop waiting until your life is perfect and your body is perfect and your health is perfect for you to start loving yourself. You need to do that now. It is not about the, the end goal always. It is about the destination. I mean, that's the same thing. It's about the journey and I really want to encourage you that I'm still on the journey. I'm not perfect, and I'm not saying that I have it all figured out, but my freedom came when I, I really entered this, this journey from a place of, Brianna, you deserve more. Brianna, God wants to make you well, and that's what made well is God saying through John 5, do you want to be made well? And me finally being, rather than giving him excuses like the invalid man gave, I was like, yeah, I want to be made well, so let's do this once and for all, in freedom and in love. And that was what has maintained me for these last nearly five years. And I'm always growing, I'm always advancing, but, and I'm always going back sometimes, but I, I have this solid foundation that cannot be shaken because I've re, really done a lot of work around my mindset, around healthy living, and around food, around my body, around fitness, around myself, um, and in my stress levels and how I deal with it. And so definitely make sure you download this workbook, work through it. And if you are on Facebook or on Instagram or anything, share your results. I have a group, Healthy and Thriving Women, on Facebook where you can share your results from this and your questions or on Instagram or um, in email, whatever form, here on the podcast. But if you know that anything I said or even as you're going through this resonated with you, I am offering a special intensive, um, a 90-minute intensive around this called my Healthy Mind, Healthy Body Intensive, um, which is just a place to really dive deeper into these topics, to really develop a healthy mindset, emotions, and habits around these areas. And so what that includes is a 90-minute one-on-one um, -on -one session done either on Zoom 
just a kind of version of Skype or in person, or we could break it up into two 45 minute sessions in the week if you can't really allot a 90 minute. And then there's unlimited e-support for two weeks, you know, processing. And then there's access to a couple of the trainings I've done around mindset, and that's my No Flaw, I Am Enough Masterclass. It's unpacking your mindset towards food and creating mindset and habits for powerful results. You get many of those trainings, which is like 200 something, 300 something dollar value for free. And the cost of these, this intensive um, for the month of May is 300 CI or 399 US, and that's just because of the difference in currencies. So. If this sounds like something you really need support on and you want to go through with someone who understands and, and support you, I really encourage you to sign up for this intensive. I have a few spots available this month. And really, the way you could talk about see if this is a good fit for you is my 20-minute discovery call, which you'll get the link to in the freebie. But it's basically madewell345.com slash discovery call and book a 20-minute slot to really um, get the support that you need in really for once and for all, working on your mindset. It may take more than 90 minutes or two 45-minute sessions, and that's okay. It's taking me years. Uh, and then, you know, we I just wanted to give you a starter program that if you wanted to continue in the long haul, if you wanted for a longer program, I have three- and six-month programs that you can, we can do around this topic and other topics in your health and life. But just wanted to give you a quick uh, a starting point, a solid starting point. So, Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for staying with me. My heart goes out to you. Um, and if this resonated with you, please download the workbook. Please share um, and as well as book a discovery call if you want further support. But if you know someone in your life that this resonated with men and women, it's not just women that struggle with this, which we often think it's men really do. Uh, whether it be their response may be different, but it may be the same. Then share this podcast episode with them. And, you know, if this, again, if it resonated with you, you could feel free to rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. So check out the, all the links mentioned in the show notes. Um, be sure to share this. And I'm so excited to hear, I'm, I'm excited to hear where you're at and where you want to be, because I know this is something that really needs to be talked about, needs to be um, acknowledged as an issue and acknowledged that there's also hope. And so I'm so excited to hear from you and I'm excited for the other podcast episodes this month. So stay tuned. And again, my heart is for you and I am rooting for you. Okay. I'll talk to you guys and see you on the next episode. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. And I hope you are leaving feeling equipped, Courage and empowered to truly be healthy and thrive in your whole health and life. So share this podcast with others, subscribe, and let me know how it impacted you. And of course, be sure to check out the corresponding blog post that has all the links to the free goodies that were mentioned during the episode. That's it for me for now, but I will see you soon on the next episode.